This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Then it doesn't have any significance. We're Hazal pointed something out. 
it has a significance, and we need to try and understand who it's What's significant? Yes. Um, so obviously, there's a tremendous importance to spending quite a number of years um, preparing yourself in learning, getting to a high level learning. Right. But is it ever? Is it ever? Can it ever be considered like a pillar to go out into the working world and obviously maintain a thorough lifestyle at the same time, rather than let's say staying? As it is, as I understand clearly, like learning learn to stay in learning, but is it ever more than okay? Is it ever maybe the right thing for you to go out into the working world? So there's an applause. Look, was the question heard? Yeah. Okay. The question that the that Jakob is asking is, should you go to Brisk your whole life or Ponovich? Meaning, what's lechatchila? Because I understand that that's a question. What is lechatchila? Did it mean the best way how to live? To be. I understand it's obviously the ideal of learning. Can it be also can it be like a that a person learns for a limited of time, two, three years, whatever, and then he goes to work and keeps on the life of time? Can that be also qualified as a chilah? So let me let me, um, let me give two key ideas of that. First of all, it's Machlokas. Machlokas in Mar Brachas. And the Gemara indicates that for most of the world, Rabbi Shmuel was the right answer, and for Yechidim, Rabbi Shmuel was the right answer. But what I think is very important are two other things. When it, and it's, it's, it sounds difficult to understand how it will work. The Tukufa, when a person is sitting and learning, he should not be thinking, if I'm productive learning now, it's the right time in my life to learn. I shouldn't be thinking about it, I'm doing my three years in Shiva, and then I'm doing this and then the other thing. Because then the learning is not the way it should be. You need to be involved in learning as if nothing else exists, and at the right junctions in life, make decisions about where you belong. In other words, the problem becomes when your attitude is, I'm doing my year in Israel, or my three years in Yeshiva, or my 10 years in Kolo, the minute you phrase it that way, you've already lost some of the quality. It's, it's like when you're learning, nothing else is supposed to exist. And when the right time comes, there are times, in certain ages of person when he has to make decisions. At that time, you know, you make that decision. So there were 12 shot in Israel, one of which was mandated to, to sit in Kodesh, one of which was Zohar to sit in Kodesh, and 10 shot him, did whatever else they, they did. Um, but, but the Tukufa, when a person is a base of Mikdash, in Kachalaj Magalim, there's nothing else exists. He left everything behind, doesn't, doesn't check his email, doesn't look after his farm, doesn't think about anything. It's, it's, it's outside of space and time. The quality of learning in those years should be as if you've been learning the rest of your life, irregardless. And when the right time comes, you would reveal that the young people you will understand you, will help you make up the right decision. Any other questions? Uh, if you land not, we're not meant to feel much more guys because it all comes by Shem and the Torah is all about Hashem. So then, how could you ever really be rewarded for something if it's all about Hashem? Meaning, if I'm learning from him like that, if it's Machana at the end of the day, Sh
So, so let me give you a, a mashup. It's not quite, it's a little more nuanced than the way you put it. Imagine I go to somebody who, again, I have no idea what people earn in England, I have no idea, but let's say a person, just throwing out a number, a person earns 16,000. 16,000. 16,000. That's how much. Okay. So a person is, let's say a person is earning 10,000 G a year, just 10,000 pounds a year. And he gives it, it's a comfortable stocker. And, he, and, and you give a hundred dollars, hundred pounds. Nice. Somebody else is a multimillionaire, and he gives you a thousand dollars. So yes, the other person gave more, and he needs to understand that. He needs to feel the responsibility. You know, I failed in my sin. If this guy didn't give the hundred, someone else will give it. If I don't give my hundred thousand, it's going to be an issue. But is there room for guidance? In other words, this other person gave me, and so it's here. I want to know somebody who was somebody I admired tremendously, was killed in Hashem, Rachel Tversky, Shemir Gandamai, was a neighbor of mine, and in my mind, he would have been next to Ladar. He was cut short, he was a person that was incredible. He was incredible in every area. I mean, he was, he was the one that got killed in the massacre in front of him. He, he, he knew Kalatar Kula, Kabbalah, his Sitkis, his precious, incredible person. But, and he would, and, and he was incredible physically. He would walk into Shal Shivas, he might walk back, we'll go to the place of this. He had tremendous kofos, physical kofos, and everything that's there. But his son once made some remark. And he told him, this is, these are the credits that Gashmur gave me. It's not, I'm not, I'm not better, it's, I have this kofos, so this is my fulfilling what I'm supposed to do. A, a person's always, guiding the starts when I measure myself, He's giving only 100 pounds, I'm giving 100,000 pounds. I'm much, no, I was given this, th th these assets, these opportunities, and I need to know it. So so, so I can't, just like if somebody comes to me and stuck and I have those assets, I can't problem this. And just like if, let's say I'm a doctor, who's a very big expert in certain field, and someone comes to me, I can't problem So if somebody needs my help with something I can help, I need to do it. But I need to understand that those assets those will give up a struggle, and I'm sahakal doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, when you think of it, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, it's much, it's a very different way of relating to it than I look at it in terms of achievements. Okay. Okay, uh, Abraham, So, we, we know that when, when you see someone doing your there, Pulls down some of that. If you don't tell him not to do it, it's as if you did out there. But it's also pulls down if you give someone musa and they don't listen to you, um, you should have given musa. How do you, how do you? Okay, Adam Meyer's question is how do you balance from one point of view you're supposed to rebuke a fellow friend, or from another point of view, if it won't be accepted, you should not say it. So what, how do you draw the line? Well, I think you can, you can always try once. I mean, very rarely you know a person not going to listen. And a lot of times, a lot of times you can rebuke a person in a way where, you know, yes, if you tell the person you're doing it, I it's terrible, many people won't listen. If you tell somebody, you know, I used to do it myself, and let me tell you what got me away from it, it's much easier to accept. There are ways if you if you rack your brains, um, you can think of some ways. And, you know, one of the techniques used to be to, to make a person feel flush about himself and let things drop off. So, 
most of the time, the Gemara says you can't be sure if we haven't tried. Um, but once you once you got to a point where you really feel this futile, or yes, if somebody do something that's impossible to do, somebody who's not shown the shabbos at all, just to go cold turkey and be shown the shabbos totally. So, so then then you need to use um, the osayful to figure what things can I get, what things can I get. Okay.